few episodes back, we talked about a base budget and how to build a base budget. And if you've never budgeted before, you might have gone through that process. And then I kind of left you hanging saying, what do I do with it now? (laughs) And I don't want you to feel that way because having a budget is life-changing. Like honestly, it is it makes a huge difference. Like you go through life day to day without a budget. And if you uh, are living paycheck to paycheck, or even if you just don't have good control over your money, even if you're making good money, sometimes money situations can be stressful because you don't know where you're sitting day to day, month over month. You might miss bills. You might not have enough money in your account. You have overspent. You don't know where you're at. So every time you go to check out, you're not sure what's happening. And we want to get rid of that. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. You need to know where your money is going in order to have the peace of mind that I was looking for anyway. Um, We started this process making very, very, very little income and our income has grown as we've paid off our debt and that is a really good feeling being able to take in the money and actually have it go where we want it to go rather than just to bills and that will make a huge difference. So now we're going to talk about what to actually do once you have your base budget created. Are you ready to stop the chaos, the stress, the overwhelm that's filling your life? I'm Renee Matt, and together you and I are going to build simple routines that are going to change your life. When you put these habits into practice, you're going to be able to organize your life in a way where you can be there for your family, pay off your debt, save money, your house can stay organized, you don't have to stress about what's for dinner, and you still get time for yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Routine Advantage Podcast. I've had a lot of conversations about budgeting over the years now, and before we started budgeting, it was a conversation I did not want to have, <laughs> and it was always sounding time-consuming, and it sounded annoying, and it sounded like a lot of work, and I just never wanted to hear about it. And now, now that we've gone through the process, and you can go back and listen to our story. Uh, it was back in episode seven that kind of walks you through how we came to do it and the whole process and how much we were able to pay off in a short amount of time when you think about the the span of life that we have. And it, it took us about two years, just under two years. And two years seems daunting in some situations, but it is unbelievable how quickly it goes one, like when you look back at it. Um, and it's worth every struggle to keep pushing through. Let me tell you that. So A lot of the conversations that I have with people, though, do seem to be a very love-hate relationship when it comes to budgeting. And so I'm going to give you a little disclaimer here that when I talk about the process, once you get your base budget set up, the process to actually use your budget, it sounds like a lot. And I don't want that to hinder you from actually making the steps to get your budget under control. Because even though it sounds like a lot, you want to just go one step at a time. So if you need some help, 
getting your base budget set up, like I said, go back to episode seven where I talk about how to create your base budget. That is the first step you're going to do. And you can listen to the episode and walk through it, or you can actually go and grab the workbook that I created that has some templates and examples laid out for creating your base budget. To get that, you just want to go to yourorganizedlifeblueprint.com and grab the eight-week workbook. That is going to walk you through so that you have it visually laid out and you don't have to just walk through. So it's an option if you want it. You can either download it or you can buy it off of Amazon uh, right on that site. So once you get your base budget set up, then we're going to go into this episode. And I want you to know, like, I remember the stress of using our debit card and wondering if there was going to be enough money to cover what we were purchasing or if it was going to be embarrassing and decline. I also remember when we would check the bank account and see the funds there. So we would go to spend it. And then after we spent it, we would realize that other purchases hadn't hit the account and we didn't have any money to fill it. So then we would overdraft. It was just an awful feeling or a bill would come due and you just didn't have enough money in the account to to cover it. Like these are all situations that if you're dealing with these, you might not feel like you have enough money to budget, but believe me, like it doesn't matter how much you have, you can do this. When we started this process, we had very little money, like very little. (laughs) And we had a lot of debt. And it was just taking these steps one by one and getting consistent about doing them over and over. And that is what makes the difference. So you really just, you have to choose your heart. Like if it's going to be two years to pay off your debt, like it was for us, is that hard worth it where you sacrifice for those two years and then you're free and you have these routines in place? to manage your budget and not have that happen again? Or do you keep going as is and then two years down the road wish you had started two years ago? That's a choice you have to make. And for my husband and I, we will talk to anybody that is willing to listen about budgets because we know how much of a difference it has made in our lives that We just want to share it with everybody because we want it to help everybody. And I do not regret for one single second that we sacrificed for two years to do this. And I wish that we had started earlier. So I am going to encourage you that even though it it feels hard or it feels like you might not be able to do it, you can do it. I promise you can do it. So first thing. Go back and create your base budget if you have not done that yet. Episode seven, go do it. And then we're going to move into what we do once we have our base budget. So there's two things you need to decide once you have your base budget before you start going through your budget process. The first thing is you need to choose your preferred payment type. So if you like working with a card, or cash. I will tell you that we started with cash 
And we realized that that was really not good for us. And we were more consistent when we used a card. So that is what we chose to do. And I'll get it a little bit more into this as well. But that is the first thing you want to do is you want to choose your preferred payment type if you're going to be using cash or cards. The second thing you need to do is you need to pick the way that you are going to be tracking your expenses. There's a lot of different ways to do this. There are apps, there are spreadsheets, there are papers and pens, and even envelopes if you decide to go the cash route. Now, there are um, a lot of different templates and systems and apps out there. Uh, We started with the Every Dollar app through Dave Ramsey. And it was, it's a free app. I actually preferred the free version versus the pro version. Um, it's totally up to you. You can use a different one as well. But we actually switched to a Google Sheet and that works way better for us. But it's up to you. So just you want to choose your tracker type, whatever you think you will be mo- the most consistent with. You can always change this later if you need to. You just need to pick one. So an app, a spreadsheet, paper and pen, or envelopes and what type of money you're going to be using. Are you going to be using cash or cards? That is what you want to decide before we move into the next step. So next, what we want to do is create a system or a routine that you are going to be able to repeat over and over and that will help you follow the plan that you have set up. So we, I'm going to tell you what we do And hopefully that will help you. And then you can just tweak from there to make it make sense for your life. So when we went through our uh, base budget initially, we started and we set it up right away. And then we update it each year so that it's fresh for the upcoming year. So if you're doing this right now and it's mid-year or at any point throughout the year, don't wait until the new year to do it or even the new month. Just start right away. Start where you are. And then like, so right now it is November of 2023. If you're starting right now, do it now. And then maybe in December, you update your base budget for December or I'm sorry, for January of 2024. And so you can update it later. You want to start with that base budget and then just refresh and revise later on and tweak as you go. It's just a template anyway. You always tweak every month. So you're just getting that first base budget set up. And then for the preferred payment type, like I said, we um, we started with cash and we actually use cards now. For us, it was very apparent that if we used cash, we didn't stick to our system as well uh, because we would either forget to take the cash out of the envelope before we would go somewhere, before we'd stop, and then we didn't want to do deal with the change. And it it was prob- we were probably making it out to be a bigger deal than it was, but it was just another excuse that we had. But we honestly do better when we have the cards. Now, the caveat here is that in full transparency, we do have credit cards right now because we have created a system to track everything and we don't even wait until the end of the month to pay it off. We pay it off as we use it, um, just like a debit card where it's actually going to pull from our checking account. We just do it for the rewards. However, I'm just telling you that to be transparent because 
I think it's very, 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 very important to not have credit cards while you're getting debt free and to know yourself. Because if we had kept credit cards during our debt, uh, our debt payoff journey, there's no way we would have done it. We didn't have the willpower to not do it. So when we started our debt-free journey, we followed Dave Ramsey's baby steps and we got rid of credit cards. We stopped using credit cards. We did not incur any more debt. So we capped it at where we were, were starting and that is where we moved forward and we started paying it all down. So if you have credit cards right now and you are trying to pay off debt, get rid of your credit cards Go follow Dave Ramsey and go through his seven baby steps and it'll walk you through how to do it. And it is 110% worth it. So that is um, what we do now. So think about when I say cards, think about debit cards. And uh, so we we do everything with cards except for two things. We do cash for our fun money. And this is our, our free spending money. So we actually budget everything out and then we give each of us a, an allotted amount of fun money. And that is the money that we can do on our random purchases or things we want to buy that aren't necessarily budget items. Um, we can spend it right away when we get it or we can save it up for something bigger that we're wanting. I highly recommend having fun money. So we do cash fun money. And then we write checks for church. Um, Other than that, we do everything with cards. As for the tracker type, we use a spreadsheet and we use a Google sheet. Like I said, we had started with the Every Dollar app from Dave Ramsey. And if you're looking for an app that works really well, if you are a spreadsheet person, then Google Sheets is awesome because you can access it on your phone just like an app and you can have it calculate the way you want. We actually created a spreadsheet and then tweaked it over the years. And eventually, I'm hoping that I will be able to um, create something where I can actually share it with you so that you can use the spreadsheet we created. And because it, it has everything we have in our budget system. It has our base budget, it has our tracked expenses, our essentials list, our sinking funds, where we paid off our debt, all the things. It is in our spreadsheet. And it's easy and quick to use because it's all in there and it's kind of like set up as that template. So we can just go in, plug in and tweak a couple of numbers and we're good to go and keep using it. So if you're a spreadsheet person, you might like using Google Sheets. There are a lot of templates out there. So pick the one that you think will work best for you and then start using it. And just don't let this get bogged down where it prevents you from starting. If you don't think you have the right one, you can always switch later if it's not working for you or if you want to tweak something. So don't be scared about doing that. I have a perfectionist in me, (laughs) so I know the struggles and the procrastination. Do not procrastinate on this. Just pick one and start. Now, as for routine, there are some variations that we do with our budget routine And life isn't perfect, so you will never have the exact routine consistently over time. 
what you can do is have your routines sketched out and then do your best to stick to it and then just adjust as needed. So give yourself some grace here because none of us are perfect. <laughs> um, so this is our routine. And like I said, there are some variations, but this is roughly the routine we have that we do pretty consistently. So at the end of each month, we take a copy of our base budget template and we edit it for the month ahead. We want to look at any events coming up, if we're traveling, any holidays, birthdays, if the car needs an oil change, if we're going to be buying hunting licenses, that's coming up here. So all of these different things that might be different in the month ahead that aren't on a typical month, that's what we want to look at. And we want to tweak that base budget to match what we need for that month. So no month looks the same. And that's why it's really important to have your starting point. So you're not starting from scratch every month. You have that starting point and then you just go in and you just review and tweak and edit. So once you do that, then you obviously need to look that if you're spending more in certain areas, you need to decide where that's coming from. Either you're going to be paying off less debt that month or you need to work overtime to increase your income to cover it or maybe you just aren't putting as much into savings that month. You need to decide but being able to decide this ahead of time before the month even starts is where you're going to really see this making a change for you that you're being proactive instead of reactive when the money's not there. You can plan for it ahead of time what you're going to do and create your plan. On the flip side, if you're adjusting your expenses and you end up expecting to spend less that month, now you get to decide where you're putting those extra funds. And as you pay off your debt, you're going to have less and less that you owe. And eventually all of that money that you're putting towards debt over time is eventually come coming back to you because then you're not going to have anybody to pay it off. And that is an amazing feeling. So you will get there. That is the goal. So just keep pushing through because you can do it. Um, so on the flip side, you need to adjust if you are going to be spending less that month. So then where is your money going to go? Are you going to put it into a sinking fund or additional debt payoff? Or is your emergency fund funded? You get to choose where you're putting your money. So once you do this review each month, it becomes quicker and quicker and quicker. When we started this process, it probably took like uh, probably 30 minutes. And now we have it down where we can do our entire monthly review and edits in probably five to 10 minutes now. And we just do it at the end of each month for the month ahead. Now, I pay the bills in our house, so it typically looks like we have a conversation about what we're going to need money for that upcoming month, and we look at the calendar, we review all those dates, and then I actually tweak our base budget to account for all of those changes that we talked about until I get us back to a zero-based budget, which I talk about in episode seven, how to do that. And then once I do that process, then I show Tony, and he puts his 
second set of eyes on it to just make sure that I captured everything and or if we missed anything and then uh, we make adjustments together at that point and once we agree on it then we're done with our monthly planning. So that's about a five to 10 minute process at this point. But when you're getting started, give yourself a little more time to start getting through this whole process. And then from there, it's just assigning and tracking. So personally, we get paid every week because our paydays alternate. So at our um, the jobs we have now, we end up having a schedule where we get paid every week. So our process is that when we get a paycheck, I go in and I pull out our tithing amount and I pay the bills that I can for the next one to two weeks. Um, If we have enough funds in there or if the bills are low enough, I will pay out further just to be on top of everything. But I always do it for sure through the next paycheck, for sure. And then if something is on auto pay, this is where it's key. I actually still plug in that amount like I paid it so that it has a hold on those funds and it removes that amount from our available balance on our spreadsheet so that we don't think it's there to spend. We actually, when we're looking at where we are sitting for money and how much money we have left, we are not looking at the bank account. We're looking at our spreadsheet for how much money we have left to spend and where we're spending it in each budget category. That is the biggest difference when you're using a budget. You're not going off of what is in the account because things may not have hit yet or things haven't come out as far as bills or you have something set on auto pay five days later. It's going to be captured in your spreadsheet because you already plugged it in as an expense and you're just waiting for it to hit your account now. It's huge. It makes a huge difference. So once we do that, we put that hold amount on and we also put our whole a hold amount on the things that we need for like our monthly expenses. So what we're expecting to buy on groceries, on oil changes for our fun money. So the money is still there, but it's assigned and it drops our available balance down. And then last, once I assign all these things that we're going to need until the next paycheck, I take the remaining amount and I put it into our sinking funds. Now, since we are debt-free, because we've been doing this process for so long, we don't have to apply that extra money to debt anymore. But if you are still at that point, you'd want to take this amount. Once you have $1,000 set aside for emergencies, because you're not using the credit card anymore, set aside $1,000 for an emergency and then take all that extra And you're going to start plugging it towards your debt and getting your debt paid off as quickly as you can. And then you will bulk up your emergency fund even more after that. But then you will have the extra money to do that. So decide at this point where you're going to put that remaining amount. And we just repeat this process every time we get paid. And now this step takes me about probably 15 15 to 20 minutes each week on payday, depending on how many bills I have to pay. So that gives you a good idea of how much time I'm spending um, doing this whole process. So now, throughout the month, we spend the money. (laughs) So every time we make a purchase, uh, I go into our spreadsheet and I mark the date, the place, the category that we are taking it from, from where we budgeted that amount for. 
And so, if, for example, if we made a purchase at the grocery store, we would be taking that amount from our grocery category and then the amount we spent. And since this is in our Google Drive, I can access it on my phone just like an app. So it's really easy to do right then and there. And this process takes me about 30 seconds for each purchase that we make. So if we go on a whole shopping spree and we stop at 20 different places, that is still only 10 minutes to track everything so that we always have that view of where we are sitting financially. So I would say this is not bad at all, the time that it takes. And since we are tracking each thing, it's deducting from the amount we budgeted for in that category and as a whole. So we always can see how much we have remaining in each category as well as in our bank account. It's awesome. So this really helps with impulse purchases too because it really makes you think twice about whether or not you actually want it because you are going to have to track it. So when you're feeling really lazy, sometimes it's actually easier to just not buy it so you don't have to go through the work of tracking it. Even though it only takes 30 seconds, it's some weird mind game. I don't understand it, but it does work. And it also helps you actually feel better about spending the money that you planned to spend because you have the freedom to actually spend money when you made your plan ahead of time to spend that money on the thing. It's it's a very weird feeling and I hope that you follow this so you can feel this same feeling and feel really good about your finances. It just makes dealing with money so much less stressful. It makes your marriages and relationships better. It improves your mental health, at least it did for us. It just puts you in a better mood because you are not feeling stressed and you feel like you're in a better financial position. It's just overall a must-have routine. You, you need a budget routine. So that is our budget tracking process. If you struggle with budgeting or spending, I hope you found this helpful. And it sounds more confusing than it is. It sounds like a lot of work, but just listen through, do one step at a time, and then every month will not look the same. Just remember that because you might feel like you're failing and it might be really hard. It's going to be really hard. Expect it to be really hard, but just keep pushing through and learning month over month and don't give up because it will pay off, quite literally. You can do it. And when you pay that last debt payment and realize that everything you bring in can now be budgeted towards the thing that matters most to you, rather than just paying another bill and all the money that's coming in is yours to decide what you want to do with it, you will be so thankful you did this work. And if you need a little encouragement, come tell us in the Facebook group. We will cheer you on for sure. And speaking of the Facebook group, a couple of announcements. First off, you will see that I have help in the Facebook community to make sure that you are feeling supported. So you may see some signatures from Clara. So Clara is actually my baby sister. She's the youngest of 11 of us. 
and she's going to be coming in to help me support you guys in this group as we grow it and have these conversations. And it's just going to be so much fun having her there. She's going to learn some skills on the back end as we build the business. And it's just going to be super fun. So make sure you come in and say hi to Clara. And uh, she will help support you in this group as well. And we also created something really fun that we're going to be bringing to you guys beginning November 13th. So as the holidays get closer, our houses seem to get a little extra full and we start feeling a little claustrophobic because things feel cluttered. So beginning November 13th, we are going to be doing a 21-day declutter challenge. It will run on weekdays only, so you'll have a little bit of flexibility. You're only going to have five challenges per week, and every task, every challenge is going to be 15 minutes or less. So it will run through December 12th, since we're only running it on five days a week and we're taking Thanksgiving off. We just wanted to make it really doable, even if you're feeling really busy going into the holidays. So by Ending it December 12th, you will have your home feeling way more organized and decluttered just in time for Christmas. So this is going to be a ton of fun. You'll have the accountability and support in the group from each other as well as Clara and I. And we all have 15 minutes we can carve out of our days. So there really is no excuse not to join us for this challenge. It's going to be so much fun. Um, So go join the group. Make sure you answer the membership questions so that we know you're not a spam account so that your request doesn't get denied. So go and join at facebook.com slash groups slash the routine advantage community and we will welcome you there soon did you love that episode or learn something useful if so would you do me a huge favor my goal is to grow this podcast and help as many women as i can break free from the overwhelm so they can truly enjoy their life the best way for me to do this is for you to leave a five-star written review on your podcast app and to share this episode with a friend or in your Instagram stories. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.